It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Can Auburn really flip Ryan Williams and KJ Bolden? You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked on Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackby, and thank you so much for making Locked on Auburn your first listen every single day. Last show that I will do this week with Hotel Internet. Thank you for being patient with me. Uh, Brian Smith, Locked on Recruiting Insider, as well as Auburn Daily Recruiting Writer, hanging out with us. And of course, our recruiting coverage here on Locked on Brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. Brian, when I saw all of this smoke emerge around KJ Bolden and Ryan Williams, I didn't buy it. I didn't believe it. But the more people I talked to, And the more people I say, hey, I'm doing a recruiting-themed podcast tomorrow. What you got for me? And they're like, no, it's legit. It's legit. So it seems like the smoke around these two players is real. What are your thoughts on this? Can Auburn really pull off a flip of Ryan Williams or a flip of K.J. Bolden when it's all said and done? Well, Bolden has been with Auburn. I think it was yesterday. He either went up to do an in-home or he was at Auburn. I can't remember which. But he was around freeze. You're not going to make that happen. Go through with it in December, unless there's real smoke. I mean, why would you waste sure. your time? Right. I mean, it's just like logistically, what what, what are we doing? Because KJ can go to any school he wants. He's a top thirty right. kid by anybody's measurement. The other part with that, he's been to Auburn before. They were probably second in his final list. So. Yeah, This is kind of interesting. I don't know what Florida State's going to do to counter. It depends on, because you want to get one in-home visit with the head coach. And this has always been a debate. When do you send the big gun in? When does Norvell go? How do they send their coordinator? Which DB coach goes? And when? all that kind of stuff. There's a lot of nuances to it, but he hasn't announced any. I talked to John Garcia about this today. We're like, well, it's been really quiet. We know he's going to visit Auburn. Like, it's been really quiet. Nobody knows anything. So... Yeah. Until he announces something, I just got to figure it's kind of 50 50 between Auburn and Florida State because he just took a visit mm-hmm. there. You don't do that for fun. So that's number one. As for Ryan yeah. Williams, it's more complex because he's 25. He doesn't have in home visits, he doesn't have official visits. So that's a totally different deal. I don't know how he does it because he's got to do everything on his own dime and go up to Auburn now and stuff like that or go to Alabama. It's going to be one of the two. Right. He told me that at the Iron Bowl. That's pretty much, I'm staying home with one of the others, what he told me face-to-face. So we'll see, but I don't know how that's going to work out. He does have an announcement in like nine days with Hayes Fawcett with on three. I don't know if he's announcing the 25 to 24 thing. If he does that, then that gives him a chance to take a visit. If you're in 20, I, don't, uh, I assume, because he's a 24 class, so you get to use officials. There's so many nuances, but... He would also probably be right. a February signee, so this would extend out. He's not going to sign and enroll in January. That'd be three semesters he's skipping. So it's a little longer process for mm-hmm. Ryan Williams. Sure, sure. The the KJ Bolden thing before I before I sat down to record with you, Brian, 
I called one of my guys and I'm like, hey, be, be real with me on KJ Bolden. Does Auburn have a legitimate shot in this or is this all just smoke? And their response was, when you get off the phone with me, I want you to go and look at all of the different sites that have offer trackers as far as Auburn in the portal and tell me how many safeties you see. They haven't offered a safety. They've offered corners, not safeties. So I think they're I think they're pitching that, right? I think they're pitching that. And, you know, I think they'll probably start one of their JUCO guys or JUCO safety that they're brought, uh, bringing in, Quan. But I, I don't know, dude. Like, the more dots you see and you start to connect them, it's like, okay, maybe Auburn does have a better shot with KJ Bolden than I realized. And if they're able to pull this off, Brian, what does this mean? What would this mean for the 2024 class? What would, what would it mean for Hugh Freeze and for Auburn nationally? Well, it means several things. Number one, you'd be pushing top five status if you add KJ. Number two, you would not only beat Florida sure. State, you would beat Georgia for a school for a kid from Buford. And for those in my realm, Buford's one of about 10, 15 schools in the country that's different. Georgia really wants to recruit that school. It's an hour from their campus. Getting a kid from there is a shot across the bow of one Mr. Kirby Smart. As an Auburn person, I'm guessing you like that. I'll, I'll speak for you on that. Yeah. And finally, I'll take that for sure. <laughs> finally, this is going to put your situation of we're getting away from the portal, at least at one position. We can concentrate more on what are like an offensive tackle. We talk about that all the time. Auburn always needs offensive linemen. Put money in your NLL towards something else. KJ is a, a plug and play kid, really intelligent, really intelligent. It's one thing to get a highly rated recruit. It's another to get one that's smart enough to play right away. And he's one of those kids. Yeah. Right. Right. What kind of message would it send if they were able to pull off KJ Bolden and Ryan Williams in this class, Brian? And if they were to do that, what's the likelihood in your mind if they're if of them being able to do that? I would say getting at least one of the two is greater than 50% at this point. Getting both, I would say, I is like 25 to 30%. Getting both is hard. Getting both is hard. I would think that yeah. Bolden is the more likely. Ryan Williams would be the less likely, again, because the official visit thing, we don't have any evidence of it. Like, that's huge. If he takes them, then Auburn's numbers go up. But until that happens, and I have to see it. But – uh at one point, I mean, to my face, he was saying roll tide and all this other stuff this past summer. He was really happy about it. I thought there was no chance he was going to take visits. To get from where he was then to now is unbelievable, let alone finishing out. And he's legitimately thinking about it if he's at the freaking Iron Bowl and it's at Auburn. Like, sure. Again, these are he didn't have to go to that game. He lives in Saraland. That's not a friendly trip. That's a long way. So yeah. I think it's a pretty good sign that Auburn has him on campus. He's talking to Cam. I'm sure you saw the tweet. I put it in the article today. You know, he was really impressed that Auburn got Cam Cole. Could you imagine Perry, Cam, and Ryan? You can only double team one player. So two of those three are single covered. And that doesn't count the running back or the tight end or, the, you know, whatever. With you freezes style offense. Yeah. I mean, I could have you call on the place. I mean, it's you're going to score 30 yeah. conservatively. Right. It, it'd be incredible. Right. Brian Smith, our guest today on this Cruton edition of Locked on Auburn. Let's talk about quarterbacks. 
I want to get your thoughts on Auburn's quarterback situation as well as, as the wide receivers and how all of that is going to come together in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Jace Medical. I know uh, all of you come to sports to escape from the crazy realities of real life, but let's just talk for a minute about preparing for real life. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. It's scary. And we all think about worst case scenarios in times like this. And and you don't want to have to do that. You don't want to have to worry about um, certain family members or people that you love uh, yourself not being able to have access to things. So the Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses including UTIs, respiratory infections, skin infections, all sorts of stuff. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter, and it'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been easier or more important to be prepared than today. jacemedical.com. Go to jacemedical.com and use code LOCKEDON to get $20 off of your order. Today's show also brought to you by our friends at Alumni Hall. I said yesterday that I could vouch for the Auburn and Opelika locations of Alumni Hall. I had like 10 of you reach out from the Huntsville area and say the Huntsville Alumni Hall is also incredible. So thank you all for that. And if you don't live in Auburn, Opelika, or Huntsville, uh, be sure to check out alumnihall.com. They've got officially licensed Auburn gear and they've got great shipping. They'll make sure everything's taken care of you. Hey, hop on it. It'd be a great gift this holiday season for the Auburn fan in your life. So head over to alumnihall.com or any of their great physical locations in Auburn, Opelika, and Huntsville. Brian Smith, our guest, as we talk Cruton on this Wednesday edition of Locked on Auburn. The transfer portal is open, Brian. The transfer portal is here, and anytime a quarterback enters the portal, Everybody and every fan base gets excited just because for a second, for a second, you can think about what if, what if could this player impact my school's offense, right? And as more of these names enter, you know, it's kind of fishy, but usually when a guy enters, it's like, oh, he's going there. Oh, he's going there. Oh, he's going there. But when it comes to Auburn, I went into this offseason fully expecting Auburn to add a transfer quarterback, and they still could. But the momentum of Hugh Freeze feeling comfortable with Peyton Thorne, that seems to be growing. Brian, what are your thoughts on that? I think Peyton looked really good. I mean, I was on the field for the game. He just needs more help around him. I don't think, number one, he's given enough credit as a runner. He is one tough-as-nails kind of guy. He, sure. Look, the Alabama linebackers are not very friendly right. fellas. And, you know, he did that, and he made a few really good throws too. So if Auburn can get a couple more pieces out wide, develop a little more, could Auburn win nine games next year? Absolutely. But at the same time, you're going to swing at Cam Ward yep. too. So outside of a couple of guys, I think they'll just ride with Peyton. That I don't know. You're more inclined to know than me, but that's my guess. Yeah. I More of these guys that enter the portal – I'm not saying that these guys are like in a vacuum better than Peyton, like a Kyle McCord at Ohio state or Dylan Gabriel at Oklahoma. Like I, I get the appeal of that, but I think the situation of Peyton Thorne going through his second 
season and Hugh Freeze's system, like I don't think that's something you could just write off. Like I, I think I'd rather have Peyton than ninety-five percent, maybe higher than those guys. And like I'm not, I, I'm not as sold on Cam Ward as some people are. Brian, you and I were kind of talking about that before we clicked record. I think Cam Ward is very, very good. I just think I, I don't think Peyton was the issue a, a, a yeah, year ago, and I think another off season, uh, a full off season, a full thing of spring and, and bringing in these, these freshman receivers. Like I think Peyton Thorne's going to be solid. I think a lot of these Auburn folks that are dissing Peyton Thorne right now, I think their tune is going to change by week six, this upcoming season. If Peyton is the guy. I think you'll have a much different receiver corpse. The running back room will be more familiar. The screen game will be better. A three yard pass from this season can be a 12 yard pass. I mean, it's just what you're talking about. Continuity. You're 100% correct. Sure. Now the question is, can they get the offensive linemen to it? It's all the people. Oh, offense is a big conundrum because everybody's got to fit. It's not easy. Yeah. So I love you, Freeze's system. I think Peyton fits it pretty darn well. And again, he's not given enough credit for the runner that he is, but the eye in the sky does not lie. And he ran all over Alabama's defense. I mean, he ran all over it. So he's pretty good. Mm -hmm. I think next year Auburn could be the darling of the SEC in the middle of the next season. Like, oh, look at Auburn. They're 6-2 and right now, blah, blah, blah. Peyton Thorne's playing really well. It would not surprise you or me. He's a good football player. So, yeah, it's definitely a possibility. Yeah, just kind of following all of the reports and and some of the stuff I'm told and some of the stuff I'm reading, Auburn is looking at two positions more than all the other ones. Wide receiver – an offensive line, specifically offensive tackle, which shouldn't surprise you, right? I do think there's going to be some major holes on the defense, but I think they're okay with filling that with the, the with youth that's already very talented. I think Auburn's going to be younger across the board next year, and I think there's going to be some growing pains, but from a talent standpoint, I like where this team is headed. I like how this roster looks. Yeah, it's trending up, which is exactly exactly what we want to see early in this Hugh Freeze era. Yeah, if you can get your young guys in on defense, it's a little easier because it's see ball, kill ball in some situations. I mean, you're going to play some scheme, but it won't be as – offense is harder to play early. That's why the receivers getting in there and working with Peyton or whichever quarterback it is is important. But, yeah, defense, I'm I'm 100% with you. They need to play some of the linebackers, some of the guys like Riddick, something like he comes in. Yeah, he, he needs to play. Okay, he needs to play right away. That's a dude. If they can get somebody like Blockton in there, yeah, that's a dude. He expects to enroll and be a part of the bowl practices. He already told me that. You know, that's a guy that he, he's not going to play in the bowl game, but if he plays in those practices and gets those, goes to spring ball, he can play next year. Auburn's going to surprise some people. This class yeah. going to add pieces, and they got a couple of freshmen and sophomores that played a little bit. You add that together – you'll have like six to 10 guys that will contribute at a very high level next year that most Auburn fans don't know much about. Sure. Are you nervous at all? Because we're all just kind of throwing this out there. Even if Auburn doesn't land Ryan Williams, right? They, they still have a very talented receiver room coming in, oh. a receiver class coming in to join the room. That, that, that's, that, that's not up for debate. That That's a fact. Can these guys... Like, what are reasonable expectations for a, a wide receiver core that may be led by two true freshmen? That is a great question. 
Uh, the only time I've seen a freshman-led team in any way, shape, or form was the Fab Five, and I'll probably never see anything like that again. But Cam Coleman and Perry Thompson are grown men. So, and they're both the kind of guys that take it very serious, and they're very competitive. How quickly do they learn the playbook? Nobody can ever answer that. And, that, again, offense is different. It's got to be congruent. You run the wrong route, the ball goes the wrong direction. So no matter how talented you are, they have to be yeah. careful about who they insert in the lineup. But I think they're both going to enroll early, unless I'm incorrect. I think they're, and that's huge. You can't go through yeah. spring ball and not pick some of that up. And again, Peyton is an experienced quarterback. He'll be able to help them, assuming he's the guy. Yeah. I can't imagine them not being at least good. The only question is how much do, do the older right. players accept it? That is my one concern. Yeah, the older receivers that lose that could be a problem. That could be a big problem. Interesting. All right, I, I may ask you more about that in a second. Right here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. FanDuel is the best place to wager on all of your sports action, and now is the best time to join FanDuel. If you've been on the fence, be on the fence no more. Right now, new customers get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line. Bet that's 150 bucks if your team wins. So, if you've been thinking about FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. You can bet on Auburn basketball, you can bet on Auburn basketball to win the SEC, win on all bet on Auburn basketball to win the national championship. I don't care, just go to FanDuel. The app's easy to use, and there's a wide range of betting options like spreads, player props, over unders, and a whole lot more. Visit slash locked on. FanDuel is the official sports betting partner of the NBA. FL. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Our guest today, Brian Smith. You wrote about this at AuburnDaily.com. Five questions for Auburn's 2024 class. And we touched on most of them already with, with, with Ryan Williams, with KJ Bolden. You touched on running back again, which I think is interesting because, of course, Jamarian Burnett, Fat Burnett, was committed for a long time. He is no longer a part of this class. How odd or unique would that be for a team, an SEC team to go into, I guess, not even early signing day, but signing day and, and not expect to have a running back as part of the class. How often do you see that? It's pretty low. Um, the only thing yeah, I can you think of there, yeah, I mean, too what, 10%? You know, like if we went through, look at every class in the SEC over the last three years, it's going to be low, brother. It's going to be low because running backs yeah. hurt so much. You want numbers. You want five on your roster at least. There are some schools that have seven. Sure, It's difficult. My guess is they have a pretty good idea on somebody in the portal if they want to get them. That's my guess. Or somebody that could be in the portal if they wanted to go that way. But they, the, the question is, is everybody truly coming back for Auburn? You would know better than I. And if they are, they got five guys, right? So... It seems it's like they you, are. Yeah, it seems like everybody's staying put with Batty and Hunter, which 
That'd be I mean, huge. I mean, we talk about that'd be like a transfer portal win. Yeah, if you if you can keep Hunter from going you through the league. You recruit your own roster. First. Yeah, Damari Austin, I think. Totally. Yeah. Totally. 100 percent So yeah, with those guys and Damari Austin, Jeremiah Cobb is a special player too. I mean, if they keep all of those guys and the running back room looks the same, I don't think you need a freshman running back. Then you could go get a certain guy next year from Elba, Alabama, that we've already talked about a little bit. Henderson, in case people don't know, his brother's actually at Alabama. Alvin Henderson action? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you probably take two next year, but you could take one from the portal. It's more of a big back specialist or something. There's a lot of possibilities, but you got to get a dude next year. Sure. You can't go two classes in a row. I mean, you got to make up for that. There's, there's parts to it, but I don't think Auburn will have a hard time. You freeze recruiting offense moving forward. It'll be good. Yeah, I'm with you too. And Auburn's been pretty good about being able to pick, uh, pick their uh, their running backs. I mean, especially with with Cadillac kind of being the guy recruiting all that. Uh-huh. Um, you uh, another one of your questions that you asked in the article was offensive lineman. Favor Edwin has kind of been this guy we were all assuming would be part two, but now it seems like Alabama is showing more interest in Favor Edwin. What are your thoughts on him? I know you talked to him at length a few weeks ago when you were in town for the Iron Bowl. If they don't get him, it would be very disappointing. I didn't even ask him like for leaders and all that stuff. He told me he wasn't even sure if he was going to take any more visits after the Iron Bowl. And he offered that. Yeah. I didn't ask. So when, sure. I, when you get that unsolicited, Auburn has to be pretty darn high on the board. Two, let's be honest. Auburn's OT depth chart is not where it needs to be. He knows he's going to play probably as a redshirt freshman. He's probably not, you know, he's not going to play next year, but as a redshirt freshman, he could start. Alabama, it's pretty Fair hard shot. to do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard to do that at Bama. So, yeah. I, you know, I get the Bama appeal and all that, but what is he looking for? And he told me he loved it there. I mean, again, if Auburn doesn't get right. him, that's a very disappointing thing, especially if he goes to Bama. That's really, that would really suck. Yeah. Brian, how can people check out everything that you've got going on right now? AuburnDaily.com. Uh, our site uh, is doing very well. And if you have any transfer questions about the Auburn Tigers and you can't find it at that site, something has gone terribly wrong. We have we have covered about every angle there is and probably more coming pretty soon because we're only in day two of it. And then also at FB Scout underscore Florida, just some random stuff going on in football, retweets, comments, etc. But Auburn Daily is the best place to get your Auburn news. Yeah, AuburnDaily.com, no question about it. Please subscribe to the channel. Helps us out a ton, and we will uh, we'll see you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.